A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online. So any small business could be a driving force to create change or build an empire. We know old ideas aren't cutting it anymore. So we're calling for a new generation of thinking. Your way of thinking. So whatever you have in mind that will help make a different future, find everything you need to get started at GoDaddy.com. Because the future isn't decided yet. It's up to us to make it happen. Start different at GoDaddy.com. If you've recovered from COVID-19 or unknowingly been exposed to it, you may have antibodies that could help COVID-19 patients. Donate blood and receive testing for COVID-19 antibodies. Visit Vitalant.org today. This is an ode to the glass noodle. You may be glass only in name, but our love for you is crystal clear in every Bibigo Korean dumpling. Your tantalizing texture tickles the taste buds, and while you are see-through, the world can't help but see you. The glass noodle, one of many obsessively crafted ingredients in every plump and juicy Korean dumpling from Bibigo. Go handcrafted. Go Bibigo. Authentic Korean dumplings now in the freezer aisle. This is Podco Media Networks. On episode 79 of Confessions of a Marketer, we're making the most of intent. Hi, it's Mark Reed Edwards. Welcome back to Confessions of a Marketer. Rob Whedon of Deal Signal and Jeremy Middleton of Pramata are back for part two of our chat about ABM and intent. We'll get to that in just a moment. Next time, I've got Prism HR CMO Scott Horn in to chat about marketing a high-growth company. Soon, Angel Hollis Vaccaro of Deloitte will be in the hot seat to deconstruct the Beyond Marketing Experience Reimagined report that her firm released recently. And in the weeks ahead, we'll have A.J. Wilcox on social media, Joe Martin on video, Mitch Duckler on differentiating your brand, and Steve Randazzo on experiences. It's a steamy summer here in New England. Hope you're staying cool wherever you are and you're loading us up on your smartphone wherever you go. I want to invite you to have a listen to my other venture, the innovation podcast, the iPod, we call it, with Garnett Harriman. Lots of fun stuff happening over there. Head over to theinnovationpodcast.co to tune in. COVID-19 patients need your help. If you fully recovered from COVID-19 or unknowingly been exposed to it, you may have the antibodies that could help COVID-19 patients recover. Donate blood and receive testing for COVID-19 antibodies. Visit Vitalant.org today to schedule an appointment to donate blood. That's V-I-T-A-L-A-N-T.org. Help save lives and schedule your appointment at Vitalant.org. You could help save lives. Okay, on to Rob and Jeremy. In the first part of our chat, we discuss the winnowing down of the MarTech stack, plus a lot about ABM. Today, we continue our chat about it, how to use intent-based data, the promise of technology, programmatic advertising, and more. And we start with a question about the tension around ABM. Let's get to it. There's one tension around intent. It's that it's account-based, not person-based. So how does marrying intent data and contact data help marketers get to the actual people with purchase authority? Yeah, another good question. So you're right. It only shows you the account. We want to respect people's privacy, right? So we do want to, uh, uh, when people are searching for this type of thing, it does give you an indication of a company. But if you've done, if you set your strategy correctly, which means you have a very clear product definition, you have a clear how you can help definition for a customer and you have 
clean personas of who would care about this, you can quickly narrow down the amount of people, like even at a large company, you can narrow down the number of people who would care about your product pretty quickly. And with, you know, you could take LinkedIn as an example, right? With LinkedIn advertising, you can narrow down to those criteria, whether it's company, the level of the person, the role they're in. So you can narrow it down pretty quickly. And then if you set up that data model correctly, you can pull in the information of who these people are that are interested which helps you further refine it. So think of it more as a starting point that sort of points you in the right direction for your other tactics, which allows you to identify these people who are most interested. Look, if you take this use case of a thousand accounts and you find the hundred that are in market and they're surging and they're increasing interest for the products you offer, most business to business transactions are gonna revolve around a buying committee of anywhere between, you know, three and five key stakeholders, you can construct a very fine grain persona to address each of those stakeholders and look for those three or five individuals that meet that criteria in those accounts that are showing interest. Then you can not only personalize your messaging and your educational materials to what the topics they're interested in, but you can also personalize to what you know their role is, to what their skills are, to what they're interested in as an individual. And if you do both of those two things, what intent topics are you interested in and what role and kind of focus areas do you have that also this product fits, you know, fits a need or a goal? That's what I call hyper-personalization or micro-targeting. And when you have that level of personalization, in my mind, very few people are doing that. And if they were doing that, the conversion rates would go up tremendously because they are literally speaking to all of the interests and how those products are going to meet specific goals and roles within an organization. And that's really adding value in your messaging and outreach as opposed to just spamming people, right? right. So that's what we see being successful. Jeremy's implemented a lot of those practices. We have some other uh, both customers and demand gen agencies who are starting to move into this level of personalization at the account and individual persona level. You know, to add a data point in for this, we went through that type of exercise that Rob was describing. And in a year, well, now almost a year and a half, our conversion rates for leads being accepted as opportunities has gone up five times. So making that level of personalization and knowing exactly who you want to talk to and, and talking to the right people makes a huge difference and it gives you it increases the size of that pool that i was talking about earlier of and if it's the right time they'll buy right so you don't have a bunch of these red herrings using up your time it's a lot more efficient and it's something that in you know the 25 years i've been working with web-based technologies as a marketer it's something the promise of which has been there for at least two decades where you can do mass customization, that you can talk to people individually and give them the messaging and the products that they desire very specific to their own needs. And it feels like we're finally getting there. So uh, Pepper and Roger is finally coming true in 2019, 2020, right? Yeah. The one-to-one future. Yeah, exactly. So one, one thing about intent and ABM that comes to mind is programmatic advertising. And anyone who's done marketing 
in recent years knows that click-through rates on ads are just abysmally low. So what more should marketers be thinking about to increase those conversions and make the most of intent data? Well, I'd have to say use it, right? Because if you want to improve your your click rates, as the example you gave, you know, specifically, you can target specifically to those companies and those personas at the company you're interested in, and it allows those click rates to increase. So it's really, this, this gets back to when you have so many tools, it's hard to use them all well. Mm-hmm. And so if you use that information you have for very specific goals, it allows you to see better results, right? The more people will click because you're targeting the right people. Yeah. I, you know, from an advertising perspective, here's my kind of, you know, I'll, I'll kind of rotate back into my general thought on ABM. Folks are only 20% through the journey, most folks. And they're in the stage of what's good is they're getting sales alignment, they're aligning on the right accounts, and that's important. And they're starting to use intent to prioritize those accounts for people that are actually interested in researching their products. And they're just starting to do things like address the topics that those people are interested in within those product areas. But the problem is when you go to a lot of the ad platforms, rather than going towards the personalization we've been talking in this meeting, we've investigated them. And a lot of times you have to generalize back, not to a specific persona and role and skill and goal, but you have to generalize back to everyone in marketing at a given company or everyone in sales or whatever the broader filtration criteria are to create a mass advertising campaign and have hundreds of thousands of, you know, ad CTRs and so forth. So I don't currently see now, now some platforms like LinkedIn are a little more detailed in the type of criteria by which you can target. So we do see those moving in the right direction. But in general, I feel like the market's moving around ABM towards this goal of um, prioritization and personalization that'll drive higher conversion. The advertising platforms haven't really allowed for the level of detail criteria and personalization that we're talking about here. And that's something that's on my wish list is to work with more platforms that have more detailed criteria for personalization. And I think that's part of what's driving, oh, well, now that we're advertising to everybody in these companies that are priorities, we also need to do outreach so we can get to the specific people we know are going to be the buyers and the buyer committee. And that's part of the reason I think outreach is starting to become a major part of ABM programs because you can get personalized. You can have your sales team do more than one or two touches. They can get in there and do seven or 12 touches, and you can get to know with the people in the buying committee when you know they're in market. And that's the right way marketing and sales can work together with ABM and tents and driving conversion. And even if that conversion is a no, you know you've, you know, you've gotten into accounts that are in market and gotten to a yes or a no. So that's that's my end to end goal and objective for what we do here at Deal Signal with our marketing team. And it's what we love to see when our customers are running those types of programs because they make best use of the data and the intent data and everybody's getting a good ROI at that point, which is a mutual value exchange we like to see. Yeah, yeah Jeremy, I, I want to give you the last word here. As a marketer who's on the front lines, what do you see as the big trends 
for the next year or so that you've been following? What are your hopes and dreams for the next year as a marketer? Well, I'm going to bring it back to something I mentioned earlier, probably, which is that, you know, as we see consolidation in the market, that makes for more opportunities of getting one view of data, because if you can run database marketing rather than mass consumption marketing, you can be more targeted. So I'm hoping that everybody works together to help these tools integrate better over the next year or two. And that integration will make everybody's marketing more effective and easier. And that will allow, so for example, if that happens, I can take my seven tools and bring it up to 11 because there are some other good to haves out there that I would be interested in. But if the data doesn't integrate correctly, I don't want it because it's, there's, you know, only so much time in the day. And if I'm spending all my time integrating that data, it's not going to uh, it, you know, it reduces the efficiency of everything overall. And simplicity doesn't just mean fewer tools. It just means a, a easier way to look at the data and uh, make sure that uh, everything is running properly. So you could do that with 11, 15, maybe even 20 tools. But if the data isn't, isn't right, you're going to be spinning your wheels. That's exactly right. I am able to have one dashboard with all my data sources coming into one place and it allows me to get one comprehensive view of who cares about my product. So that's who we should talk to, right? There are other tools that would give great information as well. And so as those get integrated into other things more, then why not use them? Because, you know, we live in a world that you really do have to surround people because there's no linear customer journey. And if you're looking to do a full surround, you know, a few more tools help. So, yep, I agree with what you said. Well, guys, this was a great chat. I really appreciate you joining me here on Confessions of a Marketer. Thanks so much. My pleasure. Thank you, Mark. Thanks for having us. All right. Next time, Scott Horn of Prism HR will be in to chat about marketing a high growth company. So stay with us. This episode of Confessions of a Marketer was written, produced, and edited by yours truly, T. Jordan of A-Class Productions, wrote the theme music. Confessions of a Marketer is a trademark of Podco Media Networks, and this episode is copyright 2019. I'm Mark Reed Edwards. See you next time. You've never tried to eyeball six feet as often as you do now. You wear a mask, you wash your hands, And you've stayed within the walls of your apartment for more hours than you care to add up. But unless you live in a smoke-free building, you're not exactly home-free. Secondhand smoke drifting through the cracks in walls or sink drains carries toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. And right now, lung health is key. Go to TobaccoFreeCA.com to learn how to stay safe.